0: Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. The Dublin Airport Authority formerly or DAA as it's now known wants to increase the size of Dublin Airport by doing a whole loads of things with the infrastructure there which would allow the capacity of passengers to increase from the current 32 million allowed by a previous planning permission to 40 million passengers per annum. Joe O'Brien, the Green Party Junior Minister has objected. His submission goes it will significantly increase noise exposure from aircraft to residents of North County Dublin and caused a significant increase in greenhouse gas emissions. He also said, during a climate emergency, I believe it is contrary to our national and international commitments to expand airport passenger numbers by 25%. Uh, Ciarán Cough, as the Green Party MEP for Dublin, I believe you've made an objection as well. And what's the basis of your objection?
1: Well, Matt, I think the people of North Dublin deserve a good night's sleep, and I don't see any uh, part of this planning application proposing to reduce noise uh, or indeed air pollution uh, in the environments of the airport. Uh, This planning application went in, I think, on the 14th of December. Uh, It was in over the Christmas period. That put pressure on um, those who live nearby to get their submissions in. I don't think there was any consultation uh, meetings or, uh, or um, public public leafleting uh, around the issue. So the noise and the air pollution is one issue but I think as well as that there is the huge increase in emissions. It's a 24% increase Matt in greenhouse gas emissions uh, and I just think during a climate Uh, crisis during a climate emergency, uh, it doesn't make sense to allow this scale of an increase in emissions from one sector when when we're trying to get Every other sector, whether it be agriculture or the other aspects of transport, to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions.
0: Mary Rose Barkas, Chief Executive of Dublin Chamber. What do you make of that argument from Ciarán Cuff, that if we're trying to reduce emissions, it doesn't make any sense to allow for additional pas- passenger numbers at Dublin Airport?
2: Well, international connectivity is critically important to our overall competitiveness as an island nation, and we can't get away from that. We need to diversify our markets, we need to restore connectivity that was lost during COVID and to establish new trade routes. Um, Air travel accounts for a small amount, uh, about 3.5% of global warming. So it is small compared to other sectors. And of course, it is hard to uh, Decarbonise. However, if Dublin Airport doesn't expand, that doesn't result in less flights and less emissions. It just means flights are moved to other airs- airports and maybe jurisdictions outside Dublin that actually aren't as focused on dealing with emissions. Dublin Airport is already carbon neutral. It's investing massively in furthering its sustainability initiatives. And so we are better off growing and intensifying passenger numbers out of Dublin, both for economics and for climate change reasons. So what do you mean that
0: Dublin Airport is carbon neutral? How could it possibly be carbon neutral when you have all the flights going in and out, uh, burning off all the fuel that they do?
2: Well, it's how you measure it, isn't it? Dublin Airport is a vital piece of infrastructure. It is currently a carbon neutral airport accredited by a global airport carbon accreditation programme. Of course, it has an ambition to be net carbon, uh, net zero carbon uh, by 2050. And it is investing as part of this proposal, investing 400 million in new initiatives. So I think we should support an airport that is seeking to work towards carbon neutral objectives. I think we... All are in agreement around meeting our 2050 targets. I think we have to do that in a way that sustain, uh, promotes sustainable economic growth using technology and, and um, continuing to invest in new initiatives with projects and goals that will reduce that. There's new technology in airlines. There's new technology uh, in terms of noise emissions and all of the issues that are raised we do need to protect Dublin's competitiveness and we cannot say no to future growth.
0: Just before I go back to Ciarán Cuff, is it guaranteed that if airlines can't provide additional services at Dublin Airport that they will go to the likes of Shannon, Knock or Cork instead?
2: No, I suggest they'd leave the country altogether. Um, uh, If you look at the population that use Dublin Airport, 80% of all uh, visitors into Ireland come in through Dublin Airport. Um, You can't just dictate to people where they can go to. It's more likely that we would lose investment, make it harder for people who choose to come and work in Ireland to get in and out of their place of work and make it harder for those of us who use the airport for both business and personal travel um, to get to where we wish to get to. We know that direct contact is critical for foreign direct investment. We know that direct connectivity is important for our Indigenous businesses seeking new markets. Um, And we know that for executives to be able to travel directly to meet their customers and suppliers, uh, direct connectivity is a decision-making point.
0: Kiril isn't the airport essential to the state's ambitions to increase the tax revenues that allows it to fund all of the carbon initiatives? <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't believe so uh, Matt I I think certainly the expansion of the airport is not essential uh, in this regard to be honest I think it's quite
0: so the, why, the, the why, why, why not why not why is it not essential if everybody in business says that you actually need to have the accessibility for businesses that decide to locate or to expand in Ireland if it's essential to bringing tourists into the country and if for social reasons it's essential for people People who want to leave the country to go on holidays as well. How can you turn around and say the expansion at a time of a growing population isn't required?
1: Well, job creation is essential, uh, but we don't have to rely on jobs that come from the airport itself. There are huge opportunities in Ireland in energy, energy in uh, agriculture in construction to create really high quality jobs that will be with us for the next generation. They're in the low carbon sector. We don't have to be absolutely reliant on the high carbon sector. And look if you look at what the Dublin Chamber says, they have a chapter in their website about sustainability and they say that ambitious measures are needed to accelerate the transition to a sustainable and innovative economic model. I agree with the Chamber on that. I agree with them when they said that we have to, when they say we have to take climate action and that's why I find it really challenging that they seem to be supporting a 24% increase from aviation. Mary Rose and yourself referred to the air Reports suggesting that they will tackle their climate impact. But that's only scope what we call Scope 1 and Scope 2 of emissions. The Scope 3 emissions, the actual emissions from the flying itself, is really important. And it's not just 3.5%. When you take into account something called the non-CO2 impacts, it can be at least double that. So it's um, a huge part of our greenhouse gas emissions. But look, for me, it's about the residents of North Dublin. It's about the community who have suffered for years with not just high levels of noise pollution, uh, with the, the actual pollution that they can smell the kerosene fuel in the air. And that's not good. It, it promotes heart disease, uh, It higher levels of stroke. These are very real medical problems. Sorry,
0: Ciarán, but that does suggest that that's a planning issue then if the state and the councils allowed for the construction of housing out towards a long established airport allowed the development of Dublin out to there. And then does that not also imply that these are places where people chose to live knowing that an airport was nearby?
1: (laughs) They, they chose where to live and in, in some instances they didn't have that much choice uh, given, given the cost of housing but what is proposed now is a significant increase uh, in emissions and a significant increase in activity and that's where the real challenge is there's also been a change in flight paths in recent years and if you talk to people in Port Marnock if you talk to people in Swords or in Balbrigan they will talk about these changing flight patterns that have been a real problem for them. Okay, Kieran, would you comp- no would you
0: compromise so had? and say that the f- that flights should be diverted to Shannon, Cork, or Knock, and then that people can use the road network from those airports to get to where they need to go?
1: I think that is perhaps part of what we need to do to have balanced regional development in Ireland and to ensure that Dublin uh, isn't the only game in town when it comes to air travel. Uh, but I think really this planning application is about a big increase in the amount of flights coming through dublin and that is the problem but sooner or later we have to face up to our climate responsibilities and matt i've looked at the 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 county development plan for fingal i've looked at the local area plan for dublin airport i've looked at the climate plan for fingal what i find really challenging, is that on the one hand they say, oh, let's, let's increase um, uh, the passengers in Dublin Airport, but then they talk about sustainable development. And sooner or later, we have to join the dots. We have to point out that we cannot have sustainable development if we have this continued increase in emissions, in noise, and in pollution.
0: Well, then and why Kieron, I- is the Green Party contributing by various government ministers Regularly using flights out of Dublin Airport, such as your own party leader, Eamon Ryan, who is flying to Brazil on behalf of the state for St Patrick's Day, for example.
1: Of course, it's a fair point, Matt. But look, twenty percent of the jobs in Ireland come from foreign direct investment. We don't get that jobs. We don't get those jobs by sitting in our office from Brazil. Uh, Twiddling our thumbs, we get it from engaging with communities and indeed with the Irish diaspora around the world. I know I spend a fair amount of my time here in Belgium. Uh, last year, uh, Junior Minister Rosheen Smith was here, and he spoke to a room full of hundreds of Irish and Belgian people talking about what Ireland is doing. I think that was hugely valuable i 've no doubt the same is happening in those other countries where Irish ministers are going. but look this is about the expansion of the airport it's about ensuring that people get a decent night's sleep it's about ensuring that what we do is consistent with our carbon with our climate goals and the economic costs of climate change are enormous they're measured in tens of billions of euro we have to take action we have to think very carefully about an increase in aviation of course we're an island nation but what we've learned over the last five years is that a huge amount of the work that we do can be done remotely. Okay. I spend a huge amount of my time uh, on Zoom or on WebEx. That's part of what we can do, uh, certainly for business travellers. Uh, and I think there are solutions and there are Fantastic green jobs that can be created. Well,
0: let me let Mary Rose so from Dublin Chamber of Com- Dublin Chamber have the last word on this. What's your response to what you've just heard there? For why the we don't community- need this?
2: Yeah, thanks, Matt. The business community do believe, and we agree with uh, uh, Kieran and his colleagues, that we need a sustainable approach to economic economic development, and the airport's expansion could be a model of how infrastructure growth and environmental stewardship can coexist productively. But a robust Dublin airport is critical for national economic strategy. It enhances our global connectivity, including for St. Patrick's Day, and it supports regional growth by increased tourism and business opportunities. And we do acknowledge the importance of regional airports, but the reality is Dublin airport's expansion is essential to maintaining our international hub status. And it's crucial for national economic vitality. we are an island nation. We absolutely have to maintain and grow our connectivity. And if you look at the, um, the nature of the exports out of Ireland, for instance, pharmaceuticals and electronics, both of which are hugely important to our economy. Globally, two thirds of pharmaceuticals are transported by air and globally a half of all electronics are transported by air. So for Ireland to step away or reduce its capacity grow, to grow in those sectors where we have a really strong um, reputation would be nonsensical. We've always argued that um, Dublin could be um, and should continue to, to be a hub for the aviation sector based on a long tradition. And we see the success of the financing and the leasing of aircraft out of Ireland. So there's so many ways that the airport is critical to our okay. infrastructure.
0: And- we believe it there, Mary Rose Burke, Chief Executive of Dublin Chamber, and Kieran Cough, MEP from the Green Party. Thank you as it happens one of the world's biggest aviation leasing conferences is taking place in Dublin this week. All of the major aircraft lessors and airlines represented bringing loads of money into the hotels and restaurants because about 60% of the world's aircraft are registered out of Dublin. We are the hub for the ownership of a- aircraft throughout the world. The Last Word with Matt Cooper Weekdays from 4.30 Today,